Naturopathic Essentials with herbalist and aromatherapist Kate McCall. Each episode, Kate will highlight an element of aromatherapy or herbalism that will optimize your health, as well as interview colleagues in her field. Sit back, flip on your diffuser, and bask in the beauty of naturopathy. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Naturopathic Essentials with me, Kate McCall. Today, we're going to talk about quite a few things, but first, let's get some business out of the way. First of all, I want to say thank you so much for all of you that listened and commented on our last episode. That was all about lavender and the uses of lavender. I got so much feedback from friends and new friends alike, and I really appreciate that. Keep that feedback coming. You can do that by rating and reviewing the podcast over at iTunes. It would really, really help me a lot for you to review and rate because the more ratings you have, uh, the the more the iTunes will see that your podcast is reaching people and then more people will see your podcast. So it will really help me if you rate and review the podcast. Plus the feedback is excellent. I can get lots of ideas from your feedback. So thank you for that and keep it coming. Second bit of business is the winner of the essential oil blend. So we've been having this raffle going on for a little while now, and today is the day that we are going to be announcing the winner. So drum roll. The winner is Jill M. Jill M. We will be sending you an email and contacting you about that essential oil blend, how to get it to you. um, And some other stuff. So thank you for all that subscribed and were entered into that raffle. We will be continuing little contests like this as time moves forward. So if you didn't win this time, that's okay. You'll get a chance next time. All right. So with all that business out of the way, we're going to go ahead and start with today's topic, which the oil of the week is lemon, citrus limon. I don't know. I think lemon sometimes gets a bad rap. You always hear the saying, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. It's like it's giving you something bad, so make something good. But lemon in and of itself is good, so why do we give it that bad rap? Another thing you hear is like when you buy a faulty car or a bad car, they're like, oh, you got a lemon. I don't know. I think lemon gets a bad rap. But let me give you some fun facts about the lemon. The acidity in lemons can actually power a standard LCD, which I thought was awesome. I know I've seen, like, I I don't think I did it in high school, that scientific experiment where you, um, you know, wire the lemon or the orange to a light bulb. I didn't ever do that, but I have seen it. I don't know where. (laughs) Maybe my students did it in their classes or something. Anyway, but it would take 500 lemons wired in parallel to power the standard flashlight bulb. So I guess if life gives you lemons, line them up and light a flashlight. Anyway, so fun fact number two, sprinkling lemon juice on certain fruits will help keep them from oxidizing and turning brown. So fruits like apples, avocados, and bananas, if you sprinkle them with lemon juice, um, it'll keep them from becoming brown. I know when I send a, a cut apple with my daughter for lunch and it turns brown, she absolutely won't touch it by the time lunch rolls around. So if you soak them in lemon water, it actually keeps them from turning that icky brown color. So, and that's because the the reason they turn brown is because they're being oxidized and lemon is an antioxidant, which is, you know, we're going to talk about that later today. Okay. So fun fact number three, this one was a doozy for me. I knew the other one, But this one was a new fact that I learned. Lemons are actually berries. 
Can you believe that? Berries. I didn't know that. But this is even crazier. So are oranges, watermelons, and tomatoes. All berries, I guess. I don't know who decides this, but apparently lemons are berries. And like I said before, they have amazing anti-oxidizing effects like our other berry friends, Raz and Blue. And Black, I guess. All the berries. All right, so those are our fun facts for lemon. And now let's just jump into the body systems and the uses for lemon. Actually, before we do that, um, let me tell you a little bit about the plant itself and, and where the oil comes from. So lemon oil is not from the juice. Lemon oil is expressed from the peel of the lemon. And to make a, even one pound of oil, you need to express the peels of about 1,500 lemons. So like I said, we're not talking about the juice of the lemon. We're talking about lemon essential oil. It's, it comes from the peel of the lemon. Um, and it comes from the chemical compound lemonine, um, which you'll see in a lot of these lemon-scented oils. And it makes up about 90% of lemon essential oil. So according to Encyclopedia Britannica, the lemon was known to the ancient Greeks and Romans and was introduced to Spain about 1000 AD. So uh, lemons were used uh, medicinally and um, to help way, way before our time. At this time in 1000 AD, it was distributed through Europe by the Crusaders after they found lemon trees growing in Palestine. Um, it grows well in the Mediterranean and the United States. In fact, the greatest uh, producer of lemons in the United States is California. And California produces more lemons than all of Europe, I believe. So yes, awesome. And you know what? I remembered as I was researching this that yes, California is like the lemon producing state because I remember riding in California Adventure on that ride. That I can't even remember what it's called. Maybe it's actually called California Adventure. Anyway, but you're riding above and you're like flying above the lemon fields in California. If you've ever ridden that ride, it's amazing. It's my favorite ride by far in all of Disneyland and in California Adventure. Amazing. I loved it. But you go through that part in, in the, it's not really a roller coaster. It's more of like an experience, but, and it, it, you can actually smell the lemon. I don't know if they like spritz lemon essential oil on you as you're flying in that ride, but I swear you can smell the oil from the lemon fields. Anyway, so let's get back to it. So lemon affects so many areas and I'm going to start with the respiratory system. So lemon can help with asthma bronchitis and influenza, which is the fancy name for the flu. Also, it can uh, aid throat infections. You can gargle warm water with a drop or so of lemon essential oil. This is technically an external use um, as long as you don't swallow the water after you gargle it. So um, if you get a sore throat, go ahead and gargle some lemon oil in water and that should help you. That's for the respiratory system. For the circulatory system, um, cellulitis, high blood pressure, nosebleeds, poor circulation, and varicose veins. So for varicose veins, I have a recipe for this. You can use lemon blended with geranium and cypress in a carrier oil like almond oil or avocado oil or coconut oil and gently, gently massage it into the surrounding area. And don't perform deep massage on your varicose veins. Just gently massage the area. I know sometimes they can be sore. Um, so just gently massage the surrounding area with those, the, those oils in the carrier oil, and hopefully that helps them. Okay. The next system is the immune system. I already mentioned the flu, but 
Lemon will also help with colds, fevers, and infections. You can also add it to water to purify the water. Um, So I know this is an object of debate among aromatherapists, but I was reading on Robert Tisserand's site and doing lots of research on the actual ingestion of essential oils. And as I was doing some research, I found a Facebook post from him that says, let the record state, I am not against essential oil ingestion, but putting them on or under your tongue or taking them in water is high risk. And as this blog post says, they are more herbal medicines than daily food supplements. So to purify water, I think of this as more like you're in an area that doesn't have pure water, that maybe has parasites, um, bacteria, and you need to purify the water for like life or death situations here. Um, adding a few drops of essential oils will benefit and clean the, purify the water. But as far as like a daily supplement to be ingesting oil, in this case, we're just talking lemon oil, uh, you know, take precaution. Like I said, it takes 1500 lemons, um, to be, to make one pound of lemon oil. So just be weary of your ingestion. Those digestive muscles, they're, they're delicate and underneath your tongue, it's delicate. So putting, uh, the very strong essential oil directly on those areas, you know, think about it before you do it, make sure that, you know, you measure the, the risks and and benefits. So anyway, I'll get off my soapbox now about ingestion. So the next system is the digestive system. So let's talk about that. Um, Lemon essential oil can help with indigestion. It can help with the loss of appetite. Even maybe just even inhaling the scent of lemon helps with the loss of appetite. It helps with gas and burping. I had a mean case of the hiccups the other day. And I gargled some lemon oil and it helped. It really helped. So, um, and it can also help in weight loss. So I've, you see a lot of, uh, citrus oils aid in weight loss. Lemon is one of those that can aid in weight loss. Okay. For now, one of the bigger ones, let's talk about skincare. So lemon can help, um, with brittle nails. I know after I have a baby, all my hair falls out and my nails just like fall off. It seems like not really, not all my hair thank goodness. But my hair falls out all the time after I have a baby and my nails are so brittle. So um, using lemon essential oil to help strengthen those brittle nails really helps me out. It also aids with boils, mouth ulcers, like those mean canker sores you sometimes get and dark spots on your skin. Uh, Speaking of skin, it helps with acne and helps balance greasy skin. However, When you're using lemon essential oils on your skin, you have to be careful because lemon is known as um, a photosensitizing essential oil. And I'm going to explain what photosensitization is. It's also known as photocontact dermatitis, and it's a reaction to a substance applied to the skin that occurs only in the presence of UV light in the UVA range. Um, and it can either be phototoxic or photoallergenic. When we talk about this, we're usually talking about phototoxic reactions because they're the most common. Um, Some signs of phototoxicity would include like darkening of the skin, edema or swelling in the area, um, severe redness, kind of like a sunburn, and in some cases it will cause blistering. So you've got to be careful when using essential oils that are photo sensitive that cause photosensitization. And lemon is one of those. Some other ones that 
maybe maybe cause this is angelica root, bergamot, grapefruit, lime, mandarin leaf, orange, and rue. So watch out when you're using these oils. Um, the most important thing to remember when using these oils is to um, d- dilute, dilute, dilute. Do not use them neat on the skin before going out into the sun. In fact, I'd always dilute oils, especially acidic oils like lemon. Um, but a safe dilution rate for lemon is at least 2%. So that means for every ounce of oil, you want to use 12 drops of essential oil. And I meant for every ounce of carrier oil, like the almond oil, avocado oil, jojoba oil, coconut oil, all those types. So for lemon, like I said, it's a 2% dilution rate to be considered safe um, for phototoxicity. All righty. Just keep that in mind. Next. So um, for skincare, we're still in skincare. Insect bites and insect repellents. This is a great use. And the reason, like I know this is an excellent use of, uh, of lemon oil is because I was doing research, um, reading scientific studies, and I saw a lot about insecticides and insect, insect repellents associated with citrus limon. So I think it's a great use. Um, I did read a scientific study uh, that compared the uses of a couple different oils. Uh, Melissa was one of them and lemon was one of them against DEET. Now, if you don't know what DEET is, I'm going to fill you in on what DEET is. DEET is this, the chemical that is in most um, mosquito repellents. It's, you know, you spray it on and you get that smell that's like, oh, you're wearing mosquito repellent. Yeah, that's DEET. A 2013 analysis of about 4,000 DEET-related calls to poison control found that 450 people needed medical treatment after applying DEET. Two of these died Most cases of seizures, slurred speech, coma, and other serious side effects have occurred in people who ingested DEET, so if you're like drinking this stuff, or if they applied it three or more days in a row, or use products that have a high percentage, 95% of DEET or more. So with this DEET, basically you want to avoid it. Even the American Academy of Pediatrics says DEET shouldn't be used on infants younger than two months. And Canada... Their federal health department says children ages six months to 12 years should avoid products with more than 10% DEET. I'm assuming they're saying children under six months shouldn't even use it at all because I'm sure they're not like putting like 90% DEET on their babies that are three months old. You're probably familiar if you're listening to this podcast to the negative ramifications of DEET. Um, You know, maybe you're just drawn to a more natural lifestyle. I'm not sure. But either way... Mosquito repellent, not good for you, not good for your kiddos. Um, So the scientific study that I read showed that lemon essential oil actually is an effective alternative to DEET against mosquitoes. And I read through all the jargon and all the mumbo jumbo and all the numbers and read all the statistics, and it was like 95% to DEET's 100%. So it was very, very effective um, for preventing mosquito bites. So if you're looking for that healthy alternative, uh, lemon oil is a great great substitute for DEET. And like I said before, with the photosensitization, usually you're going outside when you're putting on mosquito repellent. So if you're going to be in the sun, make sure that it's diluted the appropriate amount, which I said was 2%. So yeah, that is it for our systems, I believe. I don't think there's anything else in the body that um, I'm sure there are more uses and I want to hear all about what you guys use lemon for. Oh, I I forgot one. Ah, 
the nervous system. Ah, so nervous system. Lemon helps with nervous tension, with depression, anxiety, and an inability to focus. Now, if you've ever smelled lemon or lemon essential oil, it is such a nice, refreshing, and citrusy smell, isn't it? I love it. Um, And it helps aid in depression and anxiety. It's an uplifting oil. But an interesting thing is it's also relaxing and helps you focus. So sometimes if um, I was going to do like a test or needed, you know, a long meeting or something like that, smelling a little bit of lemon essential oil really helped me to focus. And I have a little treat for you. I'm going to give you an exact recipe on how to make a concentration and memory blend. So I have this son and he's awesome, but he's seven years old and he's a boy and he is very active. I am not a doctor, so I cannot diagnose things like, diagnose things like ADHD. Um, and to be honest, I'm skeptical about all of the you know, diagnoses for ADHD. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm just, you know, I question how many people have ADHD now. Is it really? I don't know. Anyway, so, but regardless of that fact, I know that he has has uh, trouble concentrating and focusing specifically in his very, very structured school that he attends. So this blend will help me as a mother of a seven-year-old boy. Hopefully it will help some of you, whether it's for you, for a family member, um, for a kiddo, whatever. So it's called the concentration and memory blend. Um, and this is an excellent recipe. It, it includes rosemary, lavender, lemon, and cedarwood. So you will include about four drops of rosemary, seven drops of lemon, and five drops of cedarwood, and two drops of lavender. First blend the essential oils together. Um, And for a bath, if you want to do this in a bath, dilute two to three drops in a little carrier oil before adding to the bath water. For a massage oil, dilute two to three drops to each teaspoon. That's five milliliters of carrier oil and use a small amount each time. So there's a little recipe for you for this concentration and memory blend. What I like to do is blend a bigger amount, like in a 10 milliliter little rollerball, and rub it on my son's wrists before he goes to school. Um, and I tell him if you have trouble concentrating or if your teacher says it's really important to listen right now, focus, focus, smell your wrists, and maybe that will help you concentrate during that important part of the class. So hopefully that helps some of you, maybe with your kids, maybe with you, uh, friends or family or whoever. All right. So the last thing I wanted to talk about was household. Lemon is such a great smell, right? And using it to clean your house only makes it smell better. So um, to make a natural disinfectant, you can mix three drops of lemon to three ounces of water and wipe items like uh, chopping blocks or children's toys or wooden furniture, and it will give it that nice smell and it will be disinfected. Two birds, right? Two birds. Okay, so that's it for the uses of lemon essential oil that I have for you today. If you have any that I left out, I want to hear about it. So you can put it on my Facebook page. There will be like a little question on my Facebook page when I post this podcast that asks what your favorite uses for lemon essential oil are. So I would love to hear from you. Even if it's something I said on the podcast, let me know about it. If you aren't on Facebook or aren't my friend on Facebook, first of all, hello, friend me. 
Second of all, you can also comment on the website. Also want to hear from you. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll be putting that on when I post the podcast. Next, hook me up, guys. Find me on social media. Friend me. Follow me. Whatever. I'll follow you back. Let's be friends. <laughs> also, um, leave a review and rate my podcast, please. I would love it. I'm I'm brand new to podcasting. I know pretty much the bare minimum you need to know to podcast. Um, but I do know that you should have ratings and reviews and hopefully they're good. So, um, also we, Gregory and I just did a a Q and a for listeners and, um, people that follow our website and that's been posted on both of our podcasts. So it's on my podcast, naturopathic essentials. It's called Q and a, and it's on his podcast, which is naturopathic earth radio. If you're not familiar with that. His podcast is basically just about living a naturopathic life. Um, mine is really a supplement to his more broad uh, range of topics. He talks, yeah, he talks about clean eating. He talks about um, how to lose weight. You know, he has lost 100 pounds and kept it off for 25 years. So he does know about that. And um, he also talks a lot about food toxins prebiotics, probiotics, supplements, things basically to just help you live the most healthy lifestyle that you can. So um, I would encourage you to check out his podcast if you haven't already. It's an excellent, excellent listen. So go ahead and do that. Guys, I never know what you want to hear about the essential oil of the week. So hit me up, tell me what you want to learn so I can give you that through this podcast. If you want to know recipes or if you want to have, you know, all of the systems going into more detail, um, you want to know about the plant, about this distillation process, anything that you want to know, just let me know. And I will try my best to give that to you. Just find me on Facebook. I'm not going to repeat all my social media stuff because you'll hear that in the outro after the music comes on. If you're curious about, you know, finding me on those social media platforms. So anyway, I thank you so much for tuning in this week and I hope that you'll tune in next week. Thanks again. Bye. Thanks for listening to Naturopathic Essentials with Kate McCall. Please visit her website at naturopathicearth.com. Visit her Facebook page at Naturopath Earth. Friend her on Facebook and follow her on Twitter and Instagram at Kate McCall underscore NPE. Please post a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this and spread the word about the benefits of naturopathy. And please remember our motto at Naturopathic Earth. Let food be thy medicine. Let nature be thy healer. Until next time.